Welcome everybody at another episode of the Wrestling vs. World Podcast. If you're enjoying your day, sweet, if not, what the hell ever. So it is time for another episode of Saturday Morning Slam. Yay. February 23rd, 2013. We're getting there, folks. Still about two and a half months of episodes to go. And then this series can finally come to a conclusion. So two matches announced for the broadcast. Jack Swagger vs. Jey Uso and Caitlyn vs. Natalia. I almost said Naomi, I don't care. So we're starting off with Swagger vs. Jey Uso. The Miz on commentary and Jimmy, he's wearing casual clothing, like pants and a black coat or whatever. So Jay, he's already having a hard time starting off because Swagger, he's using his wrestling background with like waist locks and standing arm bars to keep Jay down. And this was around the time that Swagger came back, like he's way, he's trying to go for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. I think this had to been taped before Elimination Chamber and then like aired afterwards because they didn't even mention that at this point. It's like... Oh, Swagger's been back after some time off, and he's got a mean streak. So, Jay's trying to get come back with leapfrog, arm drag, two-handed chop, and even a falling headbutt. He even, like, they tried getting the action to the outside. Jimmy avoids an attack by Jack on, like, towards the aisle area, and Jay gets a suicide dive before they get the commercial break. Thankfully, no or camera cut on that one. Come back from the break. Swagger's getting momentum after he gets a boot to Jay, who's charging him into the corner. And Swagger even gets that swagger bomb, like, that leap, leap, oh, kind of like what Vader did out of the corner for a near fall. Jay's getting back to his feet, gets a sunset flip for near fall, but gets absolutely wrecked when Swagger gets a shoulder block, so turning him inside out, almost the Rikishi bump. Jay, he stops a corner charge attack, but then he completely botches a float over DDT for a double down, so, yeah, did not look pretty there, huh? Well, Jay, he's getting his comeback. He gets a super kick, which it gets the camera cut treatment. Small and drop, and he gets that corner hip attack with another camera cut for near fall. So he had the running butt attack that Umaga used to do. Swagger like stops Jay. He grabs him like almost like a belly to belly to stop him from doing the little splash on the top rope. Swagger avoids the super kick and gets the ankle lock, which at first they were calling the Patriot Act before then renaming it the Patriot Lock. And Jay taps out. So I mean, this was a fine start. I mean, they did a nice job making Jack look dominant in everything, because, of course, he's finally back. And he wasn't even using his new entrance music yet, or, like, with the whole We the People and Zip Coulter, so they weren't there just yet by the time this, like, episode was being taped. Next up, you get the Saturday Morning Spotlight, and we're looking at Divas Champion Caitlyn. Now, one thing I noticed, at least with this episode, what it feels like... Like, I may have mentioned before in a past episode that it seemed like they're always doing, like, these different cuts... For when these moves are done to the point where you don't see the impact of either the moves hitting the opponent or them even making contact with the canvas after being hit with a move. But it felt like they were easing up on that with this one. Like you actually saw Kaylin spear people and seeing them hit the mat afterwards instead of cutting away before like the impact is even done. So I mean, okay. Then you get the second match out of two. Kaylin versus Natalia. Now one thing I did notice, this was, it seems like they were, this was trying what they're trying to go for a format with the show where it's just like a match or two and that's it. Nothing extra in all this. I mean, like, they did that quiz, trivia quiz from, like, the first episode. They haven't done it ever since then. So it makes me kind of wonder if they were going to bring any kind of variety back to the show instead of just, hey, here's matches like we're watching main event or superstars or something. So commentators are saying right at the bat that Natalia wants to be a multiple-time Divas champion, which, of course, doesn't happen if Memories of Mercy was only a one-time Divas champion before they retire the belt. And The Miz, for some reason, he's going off on commentary saying, Oh, Natalia likes cats that are named after people. Like, I named my cat Spike. She's like, oh, I don't like that name. 
What's wrong with Spike? You know, it's a cat. Ugh. I mean, maybe he named it after Spike Dudley. I don't know. So you got some reversals there going on between the women. Like, Kaylin gets a jackknife cover. Natalia tries going for a backslide, and Kaylin gives her a dropkick. I mean, there, it's just a bunch of, like, showmanship and reversals and everything. And this match was, like, insanely short. You get back some of the action. Kaylin gets a diving sunset flip out of the corner from your fall. And she gets to the ropes to prevent the sharpshooter. Thank goodness. Well, then Natalia, she's reversing, like, roll-ups and other moves. Gets an abdominal stretch, and she's all like, let's go, Kaylin. I mean, they're both supposed to be baby faces, but you don't do the taunting thing. Kaylin, she gets out of that with hip toss, scoop slam, shoulder tackle by, to take Natalia down. Natalia almost gets a sharpshooter on there, but Kaylin reverses it into an inside cradle for near fall, and then spare out of nowhere, and Kaylin wins. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I was more impressed by the Natalia-Alicia Fox that we saw match for the first ever Divas match on Saturday Morning Slam compared to this. Because at least it didn't feel rushed. Because, again, it was like some reversals, like, with moves and everything. Next thing you know, spear, oh, it's over. Because I think the last match, like, this match, even with without, without the commercial breaks, they were, like, maybe around six minutes. So, I mean, like, it just felt a little bit rushed. I mean, if they wanted to do something, I would just say go with one match... And then maybe some custom segments like we've seen before. It's like, yeah, some of them can be corny, but at least it's nice to have some kind of variety to this. Rather than just being like, match, Saturday morning slam, main event, and that's it. I mean, we didn't even get a backstage interview or anything advertising the next episode. So, yeah, not not a promising episode. Like I said, I did like how they booked Jack Swagger to the point where they're trying to build him up and everything. Because, like I said, this had to have been taped before Elimination Chamber, and they probably didn't... Because they didn't mention on commentary that... He's the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship. They're like, oh, he's dominated. Locker room, locker room must take notice. But, and like, they didn't, like I said, they didn't have anything else doing with him. Like, the change music, We the People, Zep Coulter and everything. So, I did like how they were booking Swagger. And eventually they changed his ankle lock submission old finisher to, from the Patriot Act to the Patriot Lock. And the Divas match just didn't care. You know, it was just too short. You sneeze and the match is over. But anyway, yeah... I'm just glad we only got three and a half more months left of this, and the show can be, or sorry, two and a half more months, and the show can finally be finito. So let me know in the comment section below what you guys think of the, this episode of Saturday Morning Slam. If you enjoyed, please remember leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you're listening to YouTube, or follow if you're listening to podcasts on any of the services podcast is available on, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks for listening, folks. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.